Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where the two of us endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex from the Pokemon series of video games, one Pokemon at a time. And boy, what an endeavor it is. We are 228 episodes in. We are talking about old Pokemon. We're talking about new Pokemon. Uh, this this time it's new Pokemon. Remember we did remember we did Trudle? We sure did. I, I yeah I guess yeah it's always old. It's always new. It's all relative. But yes, yeah. Trudle last time. Time um, ever fleeting. Whoa. Uh, Trudle was a little weirdo. Um, little, little stinker. You know who else is a little weirdo? <laughs> uh, your cats. Uh, yes, but that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say this Pokemon for this week. Yeah, a slightly larger weirdo, a margin, <laughs> Yes, yeah, not a lot larger. Well, it's it's bigger. It's bigger. Yeah. Um, big weirdo. Yeah, and honestly, we can we can d- dive right into it because we've got quite a bit more content to chew on in terms mm. of uh, official lore. So so let's 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 dive right into Schrudel's evolved form today, whose name is Grafiai. That's G R A F A I A I. Grafiai. Grafiai. Number 945. It is a poison and normal type once more. Instead of the toxic mouse monkey, however, it is now the toxic monkey Pokemon. Uh, and yeah, as we as we mentioned, it is a little bit bigger. It is. Well, well let's 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 compare. So Shrudel was a measly eight inches and 1.5 pounds and Grafiai is two foot four inches and 60 pounds so like exponential yeah, it's, growth it's here. significantly bigger that's fair yeah. it's it's way bigger this one like you can actually see in the overworld in, in scarlet and violet running around right like, instead of just being a you're, little you're tripping over this one yeah 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 but also as we were, well, I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but you would see the effects of this one as well in the in the wild. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, that's because it is a kind of a, a colorful looking monkey with a lot of a uh, little bit of purple, a lot of lot of this kind of I don't know what kind of green that is, almost like a like a dark green. I don't I don't know on, on its tail. And legs with white markings, kind of black skin on its ears and torso, and this white and purple kind of almost like a luchador mask on its face. Yeah, similar to uh, Shrudel, it's got like eyes that are taken up a, a significant proportion of its head. Mm-hmm. And they look kind of like goggles. They have a sheen to them, and they are shaped in a more, uh, you know, lowered, uh, angry eyebrow kind of mm, yeah, shape. Yeah, classic, classic. Uh, it's still got the, the snoot. Um, it's still nope. got the teeth, but they're in a much more kind of... Uh, Normal angle? Comfortable position. Oh, less yeah. upsetting to look at? <laughs> yeah. It's got these cool spiky tufts of like hair on top of its head. Um, got, got, some, got some anime sp- spiky hair going on. Uh, it's these big, wide ears about the side of its head. And then... It's got these uh, kind of like big sleeves just going down to like its elbow and then thinner arms coming out of that. Yeah. Um, 
It does kind of look like it's wearing a, a hoodie. Yeah. And then the arms culminate in these three-fingered hands and that are pink except for the middle finger, which is extra long and covered in what looks to be some kind of blue paint or liquid of some, some sort. Uh, there's, a, there's a bit of a sheen on the purple part of it, too, so I don't know if that's also paint. Um, I, I think it's probably a safe assumption, though. And yeah, it's got yeah that big bushy tail, two little kind of claw toes for its for its feet. It's uh, pretty pretty intense. It, yeah, look, it looks cool. Looks like a looks like a Sonic the Hedgehog enemy maybe <laughs> if it wasn't you know a robot. But right, kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, getting that pre, kind of pre pre roboted. Robotnik hasn't got this one yet, but it will be a, a nasty little robot. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a toxic monkey. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. I like the I like the design. What do you think, Will? Yeah, um, it, I would be. Hmm. Well, so mm-hmm. I don't know. You're you're probably gonna get into this, but like the the extra long finger. Mm-hmm. That is a real. That's like based on a real animal. There's like a yes, a um, lemur or some kind of. In fact, an an ayay, which oh, is sure. ayee dash ayee the long, which is a a long fingered lemur. Right, and they use their big long fingers to like grab bugs and stuff. So I, it's it. I would be more unsettled. I feel like by its weird long fingers if I didn't already know that. But yeah, I mean, you could look up pictures of of eye eyes, and they're they're also fairly unsettling as well. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, <laughs> Mainly no, I, because I don't of know. their their piercing gaze. But... I dig the I dig the design the the sort of little uh, street artist energy um, yeah i feel like i like it more now that you've pointed out to me that it is kind of just wearing a hoodie yeah which is which is uh, okay and that's because it's doing graffiti yes right it's okay that little, makes sense yeah because exactly. it almost looks like it's like covering the ears too yeah right. it's, got like it's, a like it's got a gigantic hood that covers its ears yeah it really does does not really um conceal its identity at all no I guess. no not but okay, yeah, that camouflage. that makes a lot more sense now. I'm, I I I hadn't seen that before, but but yeah, it's the the the, the sleeves were were the final piece of the puzzle there. Um, I think it looks cool. I like the color scheme a lot too. It's like yeah. kind of a little dark, but still colorful. Right, um, the hands really pop because it's like mostly dark except for these bright spots of blue. And just pink. like a little bit of purple around the eyes is mm-hmm. is nice. The it's green. cool. Yeah. I like the the use of color is is good. But yeah, that's uh, that's Grafii. Um It's the basics. And uh, before we get into, well, I, I guess let's 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 do it. Let's go through its the names, I suppose. Yeah, let's do what what does what does Grafii mean? So, per the Bubblepedia, Grafii may be a combination of graffiti and ii, the long-fingered lemur, as you mentioned, uh, may also be derived from Erdibai the natural reserve home to the painted Oma forest. Which... Or die by. So, I feel like it's a graffiti I.I. because that's literally what it is. But, but also, also, you know, maybe they're th- doing this. This is like literally their habitat in the game. So it's like oh, painted. All the trees I in that see. forest the are natural- painted. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I feel... That probably they named this Pokemon Grafii because it's 
a graffiti eye eye and then they were like where are we going to put this pokemon let's put it in a forest that sounds like it's you know what i, I feel like the right. forest is named after them rather than the other way around mm-hmm. but but yeah. also yeah i don't know what which came first the english name or the japanese name so that's fair but yeah also maybe maybe just convenient then that there is a forest that sounds like eye eye already with painted trees for their graffiti yeah. pokemon but you know uh that's 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 how it works out and yeah pretty uh, otherwise like a pretty cool portmanteau of uh you know that you wouldn't normally expect graffiti and i i like that i um, wonder how i mean they i assume that they're like okay which animals have we not turned into pokemon yet let's let's uh-huh. pick like a specific animal but that's like really obscure that we definitely haven't done and then they're like all right what's the what's the spin on this one <laughs> you know like <laughs> how are we gonna tweak this so it's not just an eye eye let's mm. make it do graffiti yeah yeah i'm imagining like a big a big uh hat full of ideas <laughs> <laughs> well they've like a hat full of 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 interesting animals like long fingered lemur like what can we do with that mm-hmm. like what if uh, what if it is does graffiti it's like with, with those long fingers with like, those okay. big long fingers yeah yeah so yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. What uh, what about the the Japanese name? The Japanese name is Tagingru, which Tagingru. maybe hmm. a combination of tagging, as in like graffiti tagging, uh, and saru, which means monkey, and may also involve jengru, which means jungle. Okay. Tagging tagging monkey. Yeah. In the jungle. In the jungle, tagging guru, yeah, because and tagging, sure, I buy it. It's it's tagging, tagging trees quite literally, mm-hmm. uh, from what we can see with its little painted fingers. Um, tagging guru. Uh, so most of these are gonna be some pretty pretty solid portmanteaus. Well, but so German here is the same. The German name is Afiti. From Afa, meaning ape or monkey, and graffiti. So, Straightforward. Afiti. Yeah, yeah same sure. Deal. Easy. Um, uh, oh, this is cute. The French yeah. name is Tag Tag, which is just tag like graffiti, and then they're formatting, formatting it like I I. That's, yeah, that's cute. Tag Tag. I like that. That's, that's, a, that's a fun way to do the name. It's, it's like not, not just usual, a portmanteau. Yeah, not the usual wordplay. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Korean is more or less the same as Japanese. Yeah, but I was going to say this looks like it's different. basically a transcription of the Japanese tagging guru. Yeah. Uh, from tagging and the transcription of the Japanese name, tagging guru. And, and then, then the Chinese is Mandarin and Cantonese. We got tubiaoke or tubiaak. I think. Tuya or tua. Which means graffiti. Piao Qian. I'm pronouncing this wrong, definitely. Piaoshan, <laughs> Piaoshim means tag. K or ak is an agentive suffix for one who engages in a certain activity. Agentive. So, like, the equivalent in English would be ER, like, like a waiter. Right. It's a, it's a graffitier. Yeah. yeah, it's a graffitier. A graffitier, well, a tagger. It's, it's, it's a graffiti tagger. No discussion oh. of its status as a monkey in yeah, this no, one. Yeah, no animal acknowledgments at all in there, which is Its main defining characteristic is that it does art. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, it's it's uh, it does it does tagging, graffiti, and it's a monkey, as as evidenced by most of these names. Although are are lemurs monkeys technically? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know uh, that they are. They share resemblance with other primates, but evolved independently from monkeys and apes. Okay, so they're they're di- they're different enough. But okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll get into some entries but also some other cool stuff that i'm excited to show you um, so yeah buckle up for that and we'll be right back hello and welcome back to beyond the ball the incredible podcast by two uh incredible friends who tell you about pokemon incredible pokemon yeah um everyone well I don't know. Shooter wasn't that incredible. Honestly. Yeah, I don't know. It was painting stuff, I guess, with his teeth. I don't know. I, I, it was I, cruel. Uh, uh, not cruel. It was, it was cool, but uh, believable, you know. It, right. <laughs> yeah. I think the more we've got a direct correlation between like number of entries and how incredible a lot of the time. Mm. Sometimes they squander the entries and just say the same thing over and over again. But sometimes right. they're just like, what else can we do with this thing? How yeah. else can we express how powerful it is? And they get really wacky. But. Yeah. It's fun. Anyway, we we got we got Grafaya here, and I'm I'm not expecting anything incredible here. Honestly, it seems like it's kind of got the kind of a one trick monkey, <laughs> the one sure. gimmick, but it does look cool. So, so we'll see. Um, before we get into the entries, though, I, I'm I'm excited to share uh, a YouTube video with you, and I think we should watch it. It's like two minutes long. Um, uh, let me put it into the Skype chat, if I can remember how to do that. Um, and it's basically a thing that we've always wanted from Pokemon. Uh, oh, is it a nature show? Yeah. Nature show time? Yeah, so if, if you want to watch the video with us, I'll, I'll, I'll put the audio in here as well, or I'll, I'll try my best to. Um, and it's it, the video is called Grafaii makes its mark Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet uh, from the official Pokemon YouTube channel. Uh, Grafaii makes its mark. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna count us in and then we, we, we both click play. Sure. Are we going on one or are um, we going three, two, on play? one play? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, you you ready? You got the. Uh... I'm so ready. Okay. Three. Two, one, play. I've traveled across the land collecting and recording photos of these mysterious patterns. I wanted to find Is out more Joker? about these strange markings and observe the creature who draws them. It's called Grafaii. Grafaii. So I ventured deep into the forest in search of some existing markings. I heard there's a chance that a Grafaii will come out where you? a pattern has already been drawn. Oh, no. Probably not. When I finally found this cluster of markings, it was the perfect place to set up my cameras. I use a camera that works great in low light. Even in the dark, it picks up the colors on the trees beautifully. Wow, they really right. are doing Intro this. over. Yeah. Let's get to some footage, shall we? So, Talking oh, about the yeah. cameras, that's classic a nature show stuff. Comes into this frame. is exactly what I want. You right? see, it's been lured by a sweet scent coming from the marking. Oh. This pattern also acts as a trap for other Pokemon. Wow. Look, we caught a bit of its eye, oh, and hello. there's its tail. 
Here it is, our Rafaii. It's eating berries it in front of the camera. Oh, I was hoping it was going to eat that little bug in front of the camera. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and we caught it making a mark. Amazing. Look how focused it is. And the colors of the pattern <laughs> matches the berries it's eating. We can clearly see that the oh, color Grafaii paints with depends on the Pokemon's diet. Sure. And you see here, it's marking over the top of the stripy pattern that was drawn before. It's claiming territory over another Grafaii. Oh, Here's where okay. it was startled, which made it stop and disappear. So frustrating. I couldn't see so it anywhere, but it triggered the motion sensor light. Why would you set up a and motion lo and sensor behold, light? My backup camera caught our Grafaii out in the open. So incredible. Ooh. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and then it ruined my camera. camera. Yeah. No, that's like... So did it just like sneeze spray paint onto his camera? Yeah, is that it looks what like I it's, just saw? Its mouth is like a, a like a spray can, like a like graffiti. So it seems like Grafaii is itself like its body is producing paint. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought he was gonna say like, "Oh, it's chewing up these berries and using them to paint with," but then yeah, he was like, "It's dependent on its diet." That. Well, he said it's dependent on its diet, which makes me think it's like flamingos mm. turning pink. You know, it eats all these berries, and so that's making it create blue paint from its paint glands. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, yeah, it's it's instead of, you know, yeah, it, it can probably spray through its mouth by just because, you know, all, all the paint is just berries it eats. So it just spits out berries on the camera, I guess. Yes. Uh, yeah. So maybe maybe it does that with its markings as well. I don't know, but yeah, like I was I was I, I pulled that up today and I was like, whoa, this is like basically what we've been asking for this entire uh, podcast for this entire project. Yeah. So so yeah, it, it it's it's ter it it has territory, the the scent of its paint lures in lures other Pokemon in bugs for because it's question it's berry, mark it's berry juice. So like it, of course it would. <laughs> But. I wish that they had uh, stood by the courage of their convictions and had <laughs> Grafaii eat that scatterbug. No, they, they can't do that on the official Pokemon YouTube channel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But They'll they do it in the it. entries, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Um, Maybe not in these entries, but... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so cool. I, I love that. We, we I feel like I've got a real feel for this Pokemon now. Um, and we've also got... Uh, multiple blurbs from the the official website uh in addition to the entries so i, I feel like for our purposes let's, let's start with the main website blurb on the top of its its article on the scarlet violet website okay so here's this is from the scarlet and violet website it says graphii is a moody pokemon with a fastidious disposition it doesn't form packs preferring to roam alone it's constantly caught up in the in territorial struggles with other Pokemon. Mm. So not just other Grafaii, like in the video, but other Pokemon, too. Sort of a lone wolf, uh, sort of a Monkey. loner energy. Sort of a loner emo kid out here spray with, painting with trees the and stuff. Yeah. yeah, with a hoodie. Like, Love mm, it. Nobody but else. also a monkey? Like, I like that, that combination. But also a monkey, right, yeah. <laughs> a fastidious disposition. Can we yeah. get a, a yeah. definition check on fastidious? I want to say, like, neat and tidy is my gut check. Kind of, yeah. Very attentive to and concerned about accuracy and detail. Mm. 
Okay. So yeah, it, it's it's very particular about the way that it's doing its uh, its markings. The guy in the video was like, "Look how focused it is." Right. So th- it seems like they they have each one has its own unique kind of tag signature. And right. Yeah. The ones on one the trees already the were just like rainbow stripes, and this one yeah, had like a one circle like a, with a dot. Yeah. A whole. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So interesting. Moody and fastidious. So kind of yeah, kind of a. Uh, it's like the the prickly genius artist, mm, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 graffiti savant. Uh, it's also auteur. Interesting that we are. Like, I don't know. I was gonna say maybe I'm overanalyzing, but like that's kind of the whole point of this podcast. Um, because you could get into a discussion about like the nature of street art and mm. and like its validity as like a legitimate art form. I think for a long time there would be people who would like argue that you need to do art a certain way for it to like count or whatever. Right. Um, but then we're also playing into graffiti's like history as markers of territory, right? Like mm. the sort of stereotype would be that like gangs are using it to mark territory. Right. And it's like, I almost wish we weren't doing that, even though like, it's a different thing. It's animals yeah. marking territory is a different thing, but it's just like, right. it feels like you're, you can look at graffiti from like a couple of different angles and you're choosing to look at it as the like, yeah, it's how you mark your territory. Right. Um, mm. It's a minor quibble. I yeah. don't know. I mean, there's but... also, thinking back to the, the graffiti episode of Samurai Champlo, where oh yeah, it's just trying to tag the most you know dangerous the spot. the most dangerous spot, which so, is I think also true of modern <laughs> yeah that makes sense art. like because you know if someone walks by and sees like a tag on something like how, how did they get how up did there you get up there like, yeah so there's, there's a lot of stuff at play here but um, I dig it I suppose the the gang stuff is interesting especially since it's it's a loner specifically but right I guess it is specifically not in a gang. Like, how much territory can you really claim as a Grafaii? Like, like a little group of trees can't be can't be huge though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I assume that other Grafaii are just going to be like following you around and marking over your your trees. So right. you either need to like commit to an area and keep revisiting it and keeping it Cause, yeah, painted they, uh, the way you want it, or they're constantly yeah. caught up in territorial struggles. Not just with other Grafaii, but other Pokemon. Yeah, I wonder if other Pokemon respect their their markings. You know, like, uh oh, there's a Grafaii here. Well, Scatterbug sure didn't because they got they got yeah, sucked right in. Was drawn in, right? So I guess that's the ideal um, for your territory. You want the the weak prey Pokemon to be lured in by the right. sweet sand, and you want the stronger Grafaii Pokemon to be scared off. Hopefully, presumably, is like attacking other predators such that other predators will see the markings and then be like, oh, there's going to be a moody, fastidious Grafaii in here who's going to come <laughs> spit spray paint in my eyes. I yeah. should probably leave. Yeah. It's like, maybe I could handle it, but I don't want to. Like, I'll go to this other area where I can, I know I can get right. some prey or whatever. Without having to deal with one of these little jerks. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I would love, like, that whole documentary, that two-minute documentary. of I would, I would love, like, you know, a half hour of just, this entire forest like what's going on right what yes. other pokemon are playing we saw the scatterbug i'm like what d- does it get eaten like uh are there other pokemon 
I mean, we've been talking about it for years that this is the Pokemon show that we want, and mm-hmm. now we've gotten just like two minutes of it, and got it's a teaser only confirmed. Trailer. Like, yeah, no, that is exactly what I want. Right. It's so funny that they like they, they, they how much they leaned into it too, where he's like talking about the cameras and stuff. It's great, but. I feel like I've been watching a lot of um, I've been watching Delicious in Dungeon as mm. it comes out uh, week by week, and I feel like the energy of that show, it's like yeah they're in a dungeon they're exploring they're fighting monsters but it's like predominantly about them like cooking stuff you right. know and discussing like the recipes they're making I'm like. Is it silly to make a nature show about fictional animals? I feel like if you put just like a baseline plot in there, like a very doesn't have to be like super uh, super intense. Mm-hmm. I think that just the just the nature show elements of it can really carry most of the weight. In the same way that like a show about making recipes out of animals that don't exist. Yeah. Like that's supposed to the show and it works. I don't know. Right. Yeah. You just, you just sprinkle a little bit of character development in there, you know, for our like little camera setup guy or whatever. Yeah. I believe, uh, in the video description, um, they just called him capital P Paldean photographer. It's like, Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, Maybe he's the same one who got a. Uh, or no, that was a different edition. Wasn't there a, a, another one like this where a guy got killed by the fox ghost? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was that was like found the found footage. Shield. Yeah, I would love to see what he was getting up to before that. I guess I'm assuming I he's was dead like, now. Maybe this is our capital P Paldean photographer. Yeah, but... we don't know who he is. We found his videos, but he did get killed by that fox. Yeah, I think he spoke a little bit to it. I don't think he had that that British accent. So mm, fair enough. Um, but yeah, Paldean photographer, different dude. Would love to know more about him and other things he does. But. Um, Okay, should we should we keep going with entries here, or should we should read the other big uh, blurbs from the website? Let's just let's just do the other website blurbs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we're here at the website already, kind yeah. of. Um, All so, right. Yeah, there's two big um, kind of headlines, little mini mini articles and photos. But yeah, what's what's the first one we got here? All right, so it says, it sets up poison traps around its territory. Grafii is nocturnal. Once the sun sets, it licks its hands and fingers to cover them in poison, Hmm. then uses them to draw patterns on the trees in its territory. The poisonous saliva it uses to paint paralyzes bug Pokemon, which are drawn to the saliva's sweet fragrant scent. When dawn draws near, Grafii goes to collect any incapacitated prey. Okay, so yes, Scatterbug is being eaten and consumed. Yes, right. Yeah, didn't take us long to get a definitive answer on that. Um, but also, yeah, it's it's not just berry juice that it's slathering on trees. It's berry juice mixed with poison that forms a kind of paint-like substance. Yeah, poisonous saliva that it uses to paint. So but, it both attracts them and paralyzes them, and then Grafii just kind of goes around and checks all its traps at the end of the night. Right. And scoops up all its goodies. Has a great, great meal. It licks its hands and fingers. So those the, the fingers, in every image that we have of Grafii, its big, long finger is, like, oozing, like, dripping mm-hmm. goop, right? Yeah. But 
apparently that's actually just because it's been it's been licking on there. It's not like producing the paint from there. Right. It's just coming from its saliva. Which and its saliva may or you know may not be co- colored differently depending on what kind of berries it's been eating. So. Right. And it's still fragrant enough to to lure in Pokemon, I suppose. Yeah, I call I call some traps ex- explosive poison traps. Poison traps, yeah. So really, the it Grafiai is getting a lot of mileage out of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's useful for a lot of different reasons. Definitely. Tracking prey, catching prey, scaring off competitors. It's a. It's all. It's all useful. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I love it. Uh, it's nocturnal, I guess. Um, it's much like an eye eye. It sets the traps at night. It looks like. Yeah. And probably collects any, you know, like, collects any prey and then resets the trap, presumably. Or no, it says when dawn draws near, it goes to collect right. the prey. So it I think it's to- probably just running around painting all night long and then you know, throughout its territory or whatever it, you right. know, because it's got to be, you know, resetting up the boundaries and, and reclaiming territory that's been tagged over and stuff. And then all the stuff that it freshly painted, it comes back and checks for bugs at the end of the night. Yeah. Then it has a big old meal and, I guess, sleeps the rest of the day? Sleeps all day. Paints all night. Sleeps the sun away. Yeah. Much, yeah. Because real eye eyes, super, super nocturnal. Got those big, gigantic eyes. Mm. Um, I feel like we got the nature show treatment because this is an animal that people only ever see on a nature show. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. they're like, you know, you remember these little guys from planet earth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds, that sounds right. I bet they're drawing on that for sure. Um, but okay, let's, let's go to our, our other blurb here from the website and see what else we get into. All right, so we've also got this other paragraph. When Grafii senses danger, its poisonous saliva becomes even more toxic. Mm. This Pokemon specializes in using its poisonous saliva, which changes color depending on what the Pokemon eats, to attack foes by spitting at them or by slashing at them after coating its claws with the saliva. When Grafii senses danger, its poison rapidly becomes concentrated resulting in a potent toxin that, once absorbed, will immobilize a victim for three whole days. Oh, okay. Dang. But not not kill you, surprisingly. It's paralytic only, not lethal. Interesting. Apparently. That's wild that it becomes, like, in dangerous situation. Like, it, it sort of, like, foams at the mouth a bit and, like, yeah. concentrates the poison, resulting in a so, potent toxin. It would seem that, like... The baseline concentration of toxin or venom in the spit is just calibrated to, like, paralyze bugs for the rest of the night until Grafii can come and eat them. Right. But when it gets into a situation where it's, like, fighting something that is bigger and more threatening, Mm -hmm. then its little little salivary glands start a gushing. Right. And it starts producing way more toxin so that it can (laughs) have a more serious toxin effect yeah it starts drooling uh (laughs) onto its fingers and gets ready to to really really scrap i guess gross yeah (laughs) it's yucky but yeah three hold uh, it's just a victim so i don't know if that 
I have to imagine it's different depending on the size of the victim, but at least right. at least you know what's that? Thirty six hours? No. What's what's three days? Seventy two hours? Seventy two. Seventy two hours. Immobilized for seventy two. That is lethal, actually, in right. a much more horrifying way. If someone doesn't help you, right? Oh my gosh! You just slowly die of thirst over the course of three days. Yeah. And yeah, and exposure yeah. and getting you know probably killed by other Pokemon eaten by an Ursa ring or something. Yeah, because you can't move. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah. The, the the relationship between Pokemon and humans is constantly hard to interpret. <laughs> Listen, it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like the whole point of like Legends Arceus was like, it seems like the storyline was like how how do we reach a, a a deeper understanding between Pokemon and humans so they aren't just killing each other. <laughs> yes, seems to kind of get to that point. Which and these games take you know place hundreds. Of years later, I think hundreds, maybe like a couple hundred. I think at least a couple of hundred. And so, maybe that that relationship has has evolved. But also, Legends Arceus was like one specific region. So it's, yeah, uh, but true. also it was you know, at the behest of Pokemon God. So I, I like who knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is a, a little extra wrinkle into that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon God sent me back from the future to uh, bring peace between our people. To, to ensure that this prosperous future comes to pass mm-hmm. where Pokemon and people hang out together. Sort of a reverse Terminator situation. Right. Which is, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to try to un- untangle time travel, especially in, in a Pokemon game, but, but sure, here we are. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's, well, whatever. Yeah. I was about to start untangling time travel and be like, well, I guess it's not a reverse Terminator. It's just a regular Terminator. It doesn't matter. No, it's all it's all time travel. Then that's all you need to say. And people will be like, ah, I understand. Anyway, those are our, our, our two blurbs. I, I feel like we got a we got a lot of lot of vibes based on this, which I, I appreciate. Yeah, um, I mean, this is all the stuff that I usually am begging for. Is just like, tell me about how it lives. Right. And I feel like I have a good idea of it's it's sort of life and routines. That's great. And it turns out when you're you know, just writing promo like press for a website, you don't have a character limit. You just kind of write whatever you want and fill in all the gaps yeah. and details. You it can almost use makes like three or four sentences. That's fantastic. Right. It, it kind of makes the the entries feel a little moot at this point, but. Um, Let's go through them just just in case. All right, so we're going to do Scarlet version first, uh, which says, The color of the poisonous saliva depends on what the Pokemon eats. Grafii covers its fingers in its saliva and draws patterns on trees and forests. Right. And if they had yeah. more room for more words, they would say these are you know poisonous <laughs> traps, in fact, that it can right. and do all go, this stuff with. It's marking its territory. To do. It's just like it's, it really does expose the shortcomings of the two-sentence <laughs> entry. So I can see yeah. how you get to this, but like you, what you really need is like six more sentences. Right. Couldn't we just... I mean, start making the Pokedex entries longer, just a little bit longer. You think? I guess if you think about an encyclopedia, you want things to have shorter entries because you have to cram so much info into one book. True. You know, true. You want to cover every everything. Like, what's cut. the what's the one thing that people need to know about Grafii? 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, this. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I guess the, the you know the Pokédex does its job despite us always wanting more, and you usually have to you know stretch to hope like uh, Pokémon gets more inclusions in, in later generations to get more entries, but. Mm-hmm. Love it when they when they feature a new Pokemon like this, and we we can just dive right in without waiting years for it to maybe get oh another gosh. entry. Yeah. It's it's so great. the The modern marketing really gives us a lot of extra uh, delicious goodies. Yeah. Um. But yeah, okay. Well, all, all this info we knew, I think, pretty much. Yeah, we already covered all this. I think. Let's see. If, yeah. Let's see if Violet has anything new. All right. So Violet version says. Each Grafii paints its own individual pattern and will paint the same pattern over and over again throughout its life. That's interesting. Hmm. I wonder how they settle on, on that. I mean... They guess... design their tag, and that's their tag forever. And they're all unique? Like, like I snowflakes. Mean, I guess art, you know, that's kind of how art is. Like, even if they're similar, like, you know, no one's going to be painting with the exact same, you know, hand movements and things, like... But yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they ever get confused. Like, wait, is this my territory? That looks like my sign. But right, how right? How close are they really? Like, you also are doing rainbow stripes. That's my thing. I can't oh, change. Do... I have to use the throughout <laughs> my life. Yeah, this is my one thing. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. How do they develop? Do they inherit it from their family? Do their parents teach them to paint? Are they all right. filled with their own individual creative expression? Hmm. Yeah, it must be probably like a parent-taught thing. Because it seems like stuff like that happens fairly often in, in the animal world. But, um, yeah. Who who could say how they come up with the, with their unique, their unique tag? Um, I was just having a conversation the other day about, like, a lot of people inherit a lot of, like, mannerisms and uh, idiosyncratic little quirky mannerisms from mm. their parents right right or just from the people that are around them yeah and they were like we were theorizing about like how far back do some of these go it's like well i got that from my dad and it's like well did he get it from his dad and from his dad and from his dad right you know, like uh, is the weird way that i talk because of some random joker from like 1812 yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> whatever related to whatever your great great grandmother was you know watching instead of i think you should leave you know informing her you know cultural <laughs> right. intonations and inflections that just carried down through the ages yeah. uh so it's it's like that but with graffiti yeah for graffiti i assume probably similar little iterations on it every generation it shifts and changes over time yeah i wonder if you if like you know if, if a graffiti Grafii has, you know, strong familial bonds if it tries to, you know, incorporate its, like, family history of, of into markings its, into its pattern. Right. But also, yeah. I don't know, they are, they're uh, moody and loners, so maybe, I don't know. Who, who you might say? be like, I don't want to do art like you, Dad. Yeah. I'm doing my own art. <laughs> Dad! Dad! God. Yeah, no, that's, it's... Uh, Big, big, you're not my real dad, hoodie energy. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Love it. But okay, geez. Um, we, we should do our own entry here, but it's like, it's hard when it feels like it's been pretty thoroughly covered here. Um, so I guess we yeah. get to have fun. That means we get, this means we get to have fun with it, you know? 
Right. Um, um, hmm. Cool. It's a cool painting monkey. Um, hmm. With a with a fun hoodie. Cuts. You could make some kind of uh, joke about the pen being mightier than the sword. He's got like <laughs> lethal art going on. Uh, um, hmm. Lethal. It uses its creative impulses to kill bugs. <laughs> well, you know, it's just for for food. For food, yes. But, um, Paint to eat. Paint to live. What's the What's the opposite of a starving artist? <laughs> like, mm. I mean, it's an eating artist, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This uh, this cool. This cool loner monkey can actually use its art to stay fed. <laughs> um, need a little more, though. Unlike all these humans <laughs> trying to use their art to stay fed. Yeah, Fools. no, gosh. Uh, <laughs> don't let anyone... T- tell you you don't need that art degree Grafai. you're doing it <laughs> this cool loner monkey can actually use its art to stay fed um it's got lots of poison yeah i mean uh don't get too close to the art or you'll be paralyzed <laughs> for three days please don't touch any of the art these are for display only Please do not touch. The art is super poisonous, though. Well, that's why it's staying fed from it. <laughs> um, please do not touch the display. <laughs> there we go. Yes. This cool loader monkey can actually use its art to stay fed. Please do not touch the display. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe you can get away with it. I don't know how, how strong it is. Um, yeah, it depends on like, how agitated it was when it was painting it, right? You're right. more in danger if, you, if it sees you touching its stuff and then comes and is like, scratch, spit. Yeah. And I'm, right. sure, I'm sure it's made for, you know, small bugs, like scatterbug, like that. And that's a much smaller creature than me. So like I could maybe, if I if I touch you know a, a one of its poison trap paintings, I'd probably just maybe go numb for a bit in my arm or something, rather than like the whole body of like a small bug. I feel like the concentration right probably, yeah probably you you, you got a much bigger liver than yeah. scatterbug scatter right yeah yeah so <laughs> do bugs have livers I don't know do but do Pokemon <laughs> bugs have livers I don't know. <laughs> Does Grafai have a liver? Who could say? It's got saliva. It's uh, got poison spit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, that's uh, that's Grafai. Uh, I like it. It's cool. Uh, I like it a lot more now that I can actually see the hoodie in the design of it. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's it took me fun. a while to to note. It wasn't until you pointed out those sleeves. It's funny that the the ears are sticking out so big, but it also clearly seems to be like. It's just a hood over yeah. them. Yeah, you can even see like at the at the back of the hood, like a little point, which was you know like like a like a hoodie. Um, yeah, no, they're definitely doing a hoodie thing. Yeah, 
So what's the what's the humanity of Grafii? Um it's definitely gone like, up from the one yeah, we gave Shrudel. Definitely. What do we what did we give Shrudel? Like one? Yeah, a one. I think we're up into the like five territory now. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like well, it is kind of human shaped, but it's still pretty pretty weird little guy. Yeah, but, but also, it's also it's got like, like human making, fashion kind of. It's ma- yeah. right. It's doing like human fashion. It's making like its own unique art. It's like you know beefing with everybody about territory. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true. Those are all pretty human things. Yeah, it's making art. Is doing tags. Yeah, art's the, the 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 unique tags is is definitely a point. I'm I'm I think I'm leaning to like a six. Yeah, I think we do a six. Let's do six. It's also running around on two legs, and you know, yeah, is a primate. Nature's right. so sometimes we're like that's ju- that Pokemon's just a guy. You can't do that. Right. It's like you could do the same thing in nature. You go and look at you know a chimpanzee, and you're like that's just a guy. Right. Come on. You you see a you see a bear you know running around the forest on its hind legs and you're like that's a guy that's, that's a, just a guy that's it's a, a big, big hairy foot. guy it's like no nah, that's a bear but okay I mean that is probably how some people see Bigfoot yeah uh, I I saw uh, someone like posting a bunch of clips of just bears running around on their hind legs and like I don't know if anyone knows this but like most Bigfoot sightings are often just bears running around on their hind legs it's like ah oh, okay that actually tracks yeah quite yeah well. that makes sense that would be very scary <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um deadliness for Grafii. um mm. i'm thinking i was gonna say like uh they are territorial so it's like at least a four, five maybe maybe a five four, five yeah i think a five just because uh, i mean the fact that you can they are territorial. If you go in their territory, they could pretty easily, like, jump on you and scratch you. Mm-hmm. And if you're alone, you know, you could die out there. It's yeah. going to paralyze you for three days. Yeah. So, you know, there are there are ways to, you know, if you see the Grafii markings, then be careful. Probably don't go there at night. Right. Probably go there with other people. Yeah, definitely like, there set are ways those cameras up during it, the day. Right. Right, yeah. There are ways you could you could head off the danger, but also if you end up in a bad situation and you're in Grafii territory at night, that could break really bad for you. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem like they'll they'll hold back, you know, um, if you if you mess with them. But um, yeah, I think a five is where I'm I'm feeling. Yeah, let's go five. Let's go okay. five. Now companionship, um, that's interesting. It's really it's it's got a really cool look. It's fuzzy and small. I don't know it's if gonna it's going to decorate your house with paint. Yeah, like you really have to ha- have like a kind of a studio kind of artist. Uh... I think if you leaned into it, it could be really cool. Yeah. You know, like obviously you shouldn't get one if you like have a particular aesthetic for your like home already right <laughs> you know then you're gonna be then you're gonna have problems you got to be able to let the graphi uh express itself creatively mm-hmm. in the way that it wants to or maybe it doesn't need to fun. if it's you know if you're feeding it like that's the whole point of the, the graffiti sure. is i feel like it's still territory gonna have the drive eating. to mark its territory right probably like, but also um it can kind of it has some control over the potency of its poison so maybe true. you know uh, when it senses the opposite of danger, when it's like comfortable, comfortable and it safe, it mellows out on the poison. <laughs> it can just it can just make normal paint without the poison. Right. 
So certainly, it's not going to be making paint in the concentrations that are going to paralyze you for three days. Right. But you know, maybe it is doing that um, in the early stages of a relationship. So I, yeah, you tricky. might want to be careful with that. So I, I feel like a four, maybe like. It's got some issues, but you know, right. if you meet it halfway, it could be really cool. Right, but and it's you're not going to have to, you know, meet it halfway. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of poison paint stuff going on, but it's not like on fire all the time. So you know, <laughs> it doesn't produce like horrible, stinky gas that's going to poison you all the time uncontrollably. Exactly, it isn't constantly in a mental struggle to keep from vaporizing <laughs> you with its brain. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, four, maybe maybe five, but... I think five. I feel like we should go five, because okay, I kind of like it... the idea of having a little buddy that paints my house. Yeah, totally. Cool. Six, five, five. Well, that's it. That's Goodbye. for Fi-Eye. It's all done. It does not evolve anymore, and that means we get to talk about a new Pokemon for our next episode... We will randomly decide who it will be after we finish recording, but um, I will give you a slight teaser uh, and let you know that it's going to sound like this. If you want to take a guess as to who it could possibly be. Who could it be? You know, it gets easier every week to play this game. Yeah, we were just talking about our our endeavor earlier. (laughs) we're We're like a fifth of the way there, so... Yeah, you, you only have to guess, like, 80% of the Pokemon that you did before. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We, we appreciate your support. Um, just and just the, the, the fact that people uh, take the time to, to spend with us and, and learn about the, these funny little monsters and their cool, guys. their cool tricks. Um. If you uh, really want to support our work here at Beyond the Ball, you can give us some money at ko-fi.com slash beyondtheball, which is greatly appreciated. And, yeah, thank you to PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia for all the useful, useful info that I grabbed from them. And thank you to Partyfish Media, which is the podcast network that we are a member of. You can find out more about them and all the other cool shows they do at partyfish.media. Will we uh, we're gonna go? Um, any 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 parting thoughts or graffiti facts, perhaps? Um, <laughs> uh, I wish I had graffiti facts. Yeah, there's like books and stuff on graffiti. Like it's, it's oh, a it's whole, a whole thing. culture. Like I, yeah, it's it's awesome, but it's also kind of weird how it gets like uh, not not necessarily like commodified, but like people will like do like a commission to do like you know official like street art on like walls and stuff and it's like that's cool that's like like a great way to like express art but also like it it feels like a kind of uh caging and like reining in of what's Mm. you know whose whose origins are like you know an an illegal art form kind of right i mean yeah i feel like you can well you could probably have both. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I I would I feel like I should learn more about sort of the culture of it before I you know weigh yeah. in on anything. Right. But but it is uh, yeah, it's fascinating. It's interesting. Um, 
I don't have I don't have any great facts. I don't know that much about eye eyes. Most of what <laughs> I, what I know about eye eyes, I already said. They use those fingers to eat bugs. And as their name implies, they have two big old eyes. Two big eyes. Eye eye. That's yeah. why they're called that. There you have it. It's great. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll leave you with that, and that's that's more than enough, I'm sure, because you are <laughs> a gracious and and beautiful listener. So thank you again. Uh, let's get let's get out of here, Will. Uh, my name is All Brayden. Right. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Franchises is a new movie podcast ranking film franchises and sequels to find the best IP there ever was. What makes a good sequel? Does it have to be a good movie? Does it improve on the original? Does it have to reward the fans for waiting on the edge of their seat decade after decade? We'll match each movie against each other based on entertainment, cultural impact, artistry, and more. Who's going to tell Marty McFly that his truck looks stupid? Is a Thor film only as good as its wigs? Do we deserve a John Wick prequel series as soon as possible? Do we even need Jackass? I mean, who asked for this? Come with us on a journey through every film franchise we can find. New episodes of Oops All Franchises presented by Partyfish Media drop every other Friday. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts or follow us on Instagram at Oops All Franchises Pod. For full info on the show, head to partyfish.media slash oopsallfranchises. See you in the multiverse! Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.